Episode 16 is sponsored by We Are Crafts. We Are Crafts is a mother-daughter team who both love to sew, and they specialize in handmade sewn products. They create unique hanging towel sets, hot pads, pillow dresses, fan wallets, and so much more. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. Welcome to Where Passion Meets Truth by Shield Sisters Initiative. We are two best friends who co-founded a community for women entrepreneurs who want to live their passion and embrace their truth. I'm Raywin, a self-love coach obsessed with coffee, mustaches, and all things community. And I'm Megan, a truth-seeking super nerd with a passion for mental health, books, and mindset. Each month, we'll bring you a couple of guest interviews, goal-setting tips, and mindset mindset changing topics to guide you on your journey of living your passion and embracing your truth. Today we have Cordelia Gaffar. i so sorry, I didn't ask how to pronounce your last name before. Did I say that correct, Cordelia? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Perfect. So known as the stressless mom, Cordelia is a wife, mother of six, and a nutrition and fitness enthusiast. She has spent the last 15 years researching various nutrition and exercise techniques to maintain fitness. Applying the lessons learned into a personal life, Cordelia uses, used her personal journey as a test case. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Cordelia used her personal journey as a test case. Part of my experiment was to see if I could get back into my size 4 custom fit dress after having two kids over the age of 40. I purchased it when I was 24. And she did it! Cordelia's personal success story inspired her to help other mothers do the same. Stress less, improve overall health, and restore life balance. Through her independent research and formal studies in diet, weight loss, and nutrition, Cordelia created Workout Around My Day. Cordelia is an author, speaker, and regular contributor of parenting, fitness, and nutrition articles to Ayla Family Magazine. Yes, that's right. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited to be connected with you two beautiful women. So, Cordelia... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Megan. <laughs> so sorry. Um, no, I was just going to say I'm super excited to be talking with Cordelia because even uh, – I don't have kids right now, but despite my best intentions, I always try to exercise regularly and eat relatively healthy, but it seems like I always tend to fall off the bandwagon. So I'm super excited to chat with you today, Cordelia, about um, – your strategies and how it is that you got into this field and how you were able to um, blend your passion and your truth together in order to create your business. Yeah, what a perfect way you put that, blending my passion and my truth. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, you know, my passion really was born even before I had kids and even before I was married because um, um, really briefly, my parents were older when I was born. Like my dad was 60 and my mom was 40 and I was the last kid of four. And so 
by the time I was in my early 20s, my dad, who had been healthy my whole life, you know, took long walks and uh, taught me how to play tennis in his 70s, had to have this gallbladder surgery. And over a period of 18 months, just by having the surgery and taking the subsequent medications that were prescribed, I saw his health go down. And then, of course, he passed away. So that's what encouraged me to take, um, you know, control of my health naturally so that, um, you know, to find ways to heal the body without using any uh, pharmaceuticals or even prevent issues like what he had with the gallbladder. This is so important to me, especially because my mom is actually a breast cancer survivor and she, we don't have a history of breast cancer in our family. We had a couple of people have cancer, but none of it was not related to breast cancer. And so when my mom was diagnosed, it really became um, an eye-opener for us. And she is cancer-free for almost three years now. But we try our best to find a way for us to be more natural and healthy with our eating and our diets and our perspective and everything because we know how important it is and how we've we've discovered in our research that you know stressing releases cortisone and that feeds cancer cells so i think that until you're faced with something like this it often can be something you overlook but it's so important to you as a woman as and as an entrepreneur to find that place it really is true. Yeah. So, you know, with that, that is where my passion originated. But once I actually started having kids, um, I didn't really, I, I wouldn't say I identified it until, um, you know, my oldest was, you know, approaching two. She now is approaching 17. I can't believe how fast life goes by. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, you know, had grown up basically in a home where we were pretty healthy. And, um, you know, like I said, my dad was playing tennis into his 70s. And um, we walked a lot. We ate really well. The other part I didn't tell you is that my mom was actually diagnosed with uh, renal failure she had a, a kidney that or both her kidneys went bad when I was two so because of that my entire life we really really paid attention to our diet and um, we only ate certain types of food and everything and she lasted for 21 years on dialysis which back in those days was unheard of and my dad was wholeheartedly against her having surgery for the same reason that he ended up dying but anyway so once I started having kids, I couldn't maintain the type of food that I was accustomed to eating, like, you know, um, cooking on a regular basis and getting my exercise in. I was like a hot mess. I was like totally a different person. I wasn't, um, I was stressed out. I was unhappy all the time. And I didn't want that for myself. I didn't want that for my kids. I didn't want that for my family. Um, at that time, we were trying for a second kid. I ended up having two miscarriages. 
So that's when I really started researching about how to um, make myself healthier, how to reduce my stress. And that's when I started to um, just find real small pockets of time to exercise. And I found that it made me feel uh, myself again. My mood was, you know, stabilized, just changing the foods we ate and finding quicker ways to make those foods, you know, um, it really made a big difference. That's phenomenal that you were able to make such an impactful life change for yourself and for your kids too. And in such a, 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 I don't want to say a small way because that makes it seem insignificant and it, it really isn't insignificant because just making those small little changes like that, you know, finding five or 10 minutes to exercise or, you know, eating some fruits and veggies for a snack instead of, you know, craft macaroni and cheese or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does, it makes a huge impact on the way your body functions and how your, um, how your brain feels and how your mental health, um, how, how you feel mentally throughout the day. So that is, that's phenomenal that you were able to make those changes. Did you notice the difference in your kids too? I noticed a difference in my kids. As it turned out, actually my son, he was really sensitive to sugar. I mean, let me just tell you the granular level of this. So if I bought actual fruit, um, like I was, he was about two at this time and I was trying to potty train him. So if I gave him an orange, he would be fine and he would, you know, act like a normal kid. If I gave him orange juice, every 15 minutes, he'd have to go to the bathroom. Okay. It's like, it made, um, like just giving him juice made um, potty training almost like a nightmare. So I had to really dedicate myself to okay, we're not doing juice. It's, it's either real fruit or, or nothing. Um, we're going to drink water, you know? And, um, and he also had a sensitivity to milk. I wouldn't say that he was full-on allergic, but he, he had a lot of sensitivities. So pay, paying attention to my son's diet and the way he behaved because he wouldn't sleep well, he wouldn't take naps, he would throw toys at you know, my daughter, his sister. So yeah, the, those really tiny changes. And like you said, it, when you say tiny, it makes it sound insignificant, but it, it's the small things that make the big difference. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's, that's so interesting that, you know, with, with those changes that you made, it also improved um, his behavior probably because he wasn't feeling so yucky on the inside, you know, having all of that sugar from the, um, you know, the traditional grocery store bought juice that had, that's, you know, overly sweetened and it has, you know, the chemical sweeteners and things like that in it too. So he was probably feeling so much better, um, just by having, you know, the whole food options and drinking, um, water instead of what might have been available to him, you know, just, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, by, that buying juice is bad for your kids or anything like that. But just, you know, making, making those small changes, that's Mm -hmm. phenomenal that he had such a positive experience and that you were able, you know, to see a a really big benefit for him through that. Yeah. And, you know, it taught him to be aware and it, and it helped 
for for me to be aware um, of what was affecting, you know, I was able to isolate exactly what made him behave differently and what made him suffer. And to this day, now he's 14. And um, sometimes he'll say, what's for dinner? Like, as in what uh, type of meat uh, did I take out, you know, to, to defrost? And depending on the meat, he'll say, okay, let me cook it because he knows exactly what spices need to go in there for him to be able to eat it, you know? And um, so like, that's unheard of who has, well, probably there are some people, but you know, he's 14 years old and he volunteers to cook dinner to make sure that he can eat it and make sure that it's healthy and balanced for his body. And of course, by extension for everybody else, we call him the mad chef though, because he does go crazy with the spice. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. He must, he must, um, he must be just like a total rock star because that's, that's awesome to have a 14 year old boy who's able to cook his own dinner and, and, you know, go a little crazy and get, um, and, and just have fun with cooking and spices. That's awesome. (laughs) How would you say that that, um, awareness both for you and for your son has changed your ability to be an entrepreneur? Because I think that it's definitely, something a different approach that most of us don't think about when we are on our journeys as an entrepreneur that unless you are already really focused on healthy eating and healthy diets and healthy mindsets you don't realize how it affects you but it does affect you so how would you say that being so aware has shaped your entrepreneurial journey and maybe could you provide our listeners with some tips to help them become more aware? So three of my marvelous children have joined me at the door and my two-year-old is screaming right now. So you may hear just a little bit of singing in the background. Um, (laughs) um, But I'd have to say, you know, really because of my kids, I really, I started my business because through my journey, eventually I stopped working when I became pregnant with our third child. And um, when I became pregnant with our fifth child, I started blogging and, you know, working with different mothers and telling them my journey. And when they would say, what was me? This is wrong. That's wrong. You know, I would just tell them what I'm doing. And they're like, oh, wow, you could really help a lot of people. This should be a business. And, um, So finally, you know, after blogging for several years, I put that into a book, but it wasn't until um, after I had my sixth child that I really just, I was determined to make it into a business because it's a, it's such an important thing um, that I've been able to maintain a balance between taking care of myself, modeling that for my children, helping them to become self-aware and helping myself to become self-aware and, um, you know, as a result, you know, everyone's like pulls their hair out. Oh my God, I'm 35. I'm going to have a kid or, you know, I'm having my first kid. My best pregnancies were over the age of 35. I, I, you know, I had those two miscarriages when I was 29 and then I never had a miscarriage again after that. And so my later pregnancies, I was, um, 35, 39 and 40, no, 38 and, and 42. So, um, it's just over time retraining the mind and retraining the body to be accountable 
and take it, take better care of it in every moment and every breath. So instead of um, being constantly reactionary to everything, like, like you heard, I could have easily like totally spazzed out with my kids at the door and said, look, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this, but I know that they know that I'm in this podcast and I know that um, they're just letting me know that there's a need for them. <laughs> and in my heart, like I'm actually at peace with the fact that they're coming to me with their, their troubles at the moment because they know that I care. But then as you can hear, it's quiet now. They went away because they know that I'm aware. And as soon as I, I'm done, the people that were at the door will be taken care of. So um, that, that is what I, I feel like is a balance of my self-awareness and their self-awareness and them uh, seeing how I take care of myself um, lets them uh, understand better how I can take care of them. And that's, that's really what I teach other moms. I call it now that I've had the time to put it together, you know, take that book and put it together into like a course, an online course, it's like a seven-step process, really. You, you know, um, you take the time to become mindful in every single moment, every single thing you do. And it's, it's like, I almost hate using that phrase because like everybody talks about being mindful. But truly connecting with um, the moment and, and um, you know, just cherishing each moment of life because you, you know, you have a choice every minute. You can, you can choose something that is good for you and that will benefit you long-term or you can choose something that's bad for you. I'll give you an example of like one day we were in the car on the way somewhere and I always keep like seeds and nuts for snacks but this one day I have this horrible habit of um, every once in a while I, I grab for Smarties. So I had picked up, you know, three or four at the store and the baby was in the car and I think maybe two or three of my kids. So the baby saw me, Arlene, she's, she was about one and a half at the time. She saw me reach for the Smarties and I tried to pretend like I was taking a pistachio. So she said, can I have some? And I said, you mean this? And she knew it wasn't the pistachio. So I had to give her a Smartie and it was killing me. Right. So then what I had to do is I, I gave her the Smartie, you know, like a couple of pieces and then I put the rest of it down and I was like, okay, I don't want her to eat this stuff and I shouldn't be eating this stuff because it's just lead with sugar. So then I put it down. So the next time what I put in my mouth were the pistachios and so then, I, then she says, I want some. And I said, do you mean this one? And she said, yes. And it was that easy, right, to, to change in one moment. She went from wanting a Smarty to wanting what was actually good for her and good for us both. So that's, that's my example of mindfulness. I love that. I, I am a huge supporter of mindfulness and paying attention to what it is that you're doing. And I, I love that, you know, you were honest with your daughter and that you, you know, let her try the Smarties and 
uh, now I'm going to have a craving for Smarties because <laughs> I, have not, I have not had those in years. And now all I can think about is, oh, those are so good. Um, but yeah, and, and that's wonderful that uh, you were able to model that behavior for her and say, okay, we can have a little treat, but now we're going to focus on making sure that we're nourishing our bodies with these healthier items. And Raywin is phenomenal at modeling those types of behaviors. And we were actually just talking on another episode um, about the importance of modeling um, good behaviors, whether it's, you know, through healthy eating and healthy habits or, um, you know, kindness, things like that. And, you know, what's acceptable and being yourself, things like that. And Raywin is just a phenomenal role model for her daughter and for other women, um, young women who are coming up in the next generation to um, make sure that they're doing things that are the best for them, I guess is kind of what I'm trying to get at. Um, what do you, as, you know, as an entrepreneur and as someone who's worked with other women who may be in similar situations with you, what is, what would you say is probably the number one tip that you would give someone to who is looking to make those small changes, but isn't really sure where to start on their journey? Yes. Um, I'd say there are a couple of things you can do. Number one, you can always journal, you know, um, originally, and I still do actually keep journals where I write down what's going on with me, but every once in a while, um, I'll blog about it. So if you're already blogging, I would encourage you to make yourself accountable to your audience or create a blog about what you're struggling with or what your journal is, your journey is so that um, it'll help you to be more accountable. Um, and you can share your gifts with other people because there's so many nuances of wanting to make small changes, whether it's a mindset issue or a, um, a wellness issue. The other thing I would say is you have to embrace you the way you are. So, you know, going back to the example of the Smarty, you know, I, I probably eat Smarties about twice a year, to be honest, but um, it's, it's okay. You know, one or two Smarties, not going to kill you. Even if you have a Smartie-like fest, not going to kill you. But know that, you know, the other side of that is um, you want to clean out your body with some lemon water the next day, you know, and, or the next couple of days to detox and get, get those um, heavy metals out. You know, put some cilantro on everything you can because that's another thing that draws out the heavy metals. Um, you know, you just flush out your system. People talk about these detoxes. There's so many ways to just eat regular food or make really small changes like the two I just gave, the lemon water, uh, warm lemon water first thing in the morning or cilantro on top of whatever you eat. Those are like the easiest ways, really inexpensive ways to just detox your body on a regular basis and just embrace imperfection, which is one of the steps in the seven step process. Um, and then of course you can join my stress-free sisterhood where we just love on each other. We have a different theme every month and um you know help each other on our our journey and you know without all the hateful talking and shaming and all that you know so 
I am a member of the Stress-Free Sisterhood, and I feel so supported in your group. I thank you so much for introducing it to me. And um, wow, I had no idea about cilantro because that's like one of my favorite things to eat. So <laughs> I'm now going to put it on everything. Um, <laughs> my husband and I are actually, we are doing one of those detoxes pretty soon, but it's not going to be... Um, it's not like drink lemon water and don't eat food for several days. It's actually a 21-day detox that includes um, it includes supplements that help to clear out, and then it includes meal plans too. So those meal plans are what I'm really focusing on because I uh, Megan may have said that I am excellent at being a role model, and I am pretty good at that, but not so much when it comes to healthy eating. Um, that is one area that I've never really felt strong in, um, in part because I've always had the illusion that I'm healthy by being slimmer and more fit, and so I am very bad with my eating and we are going to be doing this 21 day commitment just to really jump start and create better habits for ourselves um but i can't do the supplements because i'm still breastfeeding and so i can't do something that's so detoxifying like that mm -hmm. so i'm going to definitely be adding in these two um warm lemon water in the morning and cilantro so hopefully that'll help because um what i think is so crazy and so many of us don't realize, like, our toxins don't just come from the food that we eat, but also from our environments. And so we can't escape so many of those toxins. We can't escape the ones that are in the air unless we, you know, go off the grid and live somewhere that there's no industrialization, which is very hard to find. So instead, having these daily things where we detoxify our bodies but also detoxify our minds with journaling, I think is so important and can really shape our entrepreneurial journeys and help us to feel more grounded. Would you agree? I would definitely agree with that, you know, and that, that could be like a whole other podcast. Cause if you actually read my book, um, my latest book work out around my day, the only health guide that moms need, I go into all my little herbs and my essential oils and the the specific spices that I use to cook with and all these things, you know, integrated into your diet. They totally help to detox, detoxify your body. They can stabilize your hormones and help you with your mood and your mindset. Um, definitely as an entrepreneur, you have to take care of yourself and you have to have a clear mind and clear space. And, you know, for some people journaling really works for other people, movement really works. Um, for other people, food works. And um, but we all have to eat to live. <laughs> so, um, but definitely, uh, these these are all things that we have to um, to integrate into our lives, especially as entrepreneurs. Because I, I see a lot of people, you know, they'll be they'll just disappear, and you're like, what happened? You know, or they'll say, you know, I've got a cold that won't go, go away and they are not sleeping, um, they're not uh, moving, they're staying inside your, their own house or inside of a building on a regular basis. Even if you, um, 
you know, even if you don't live, I mean, you can live in a city and still exercise, you know, walking around the block helps. Even if you're, um, you're dealing with the, the toxins in the air, it's just, you know, you can have something simple like a bamboo tree in your house next to your um, computer. I don't know about this, the Himalayan salt lamps, but why not use Himalayan salt to eat? <laughs> you know, um, those kind of things in your environment will help. Yes. Yes, I actually, I want to try one of those Himalayan salt lamps. Uh, my husband and I are very intrigued by them. So maybe we will try it out and let you know how it works. Um, we're actually coming up on our 30-minute mark. We like to keep it to about 30 minutes because we know that all of our listeners are very busy entrepreneurs like ourselves. And so we try to keep it... Um, into more bite-sized manageable pieces so I wanted to say thank you so much for joining us today Cordelia do you have any resources beside your own that you think might be helpful to our female entrepreneurs um, there's so many things one thing that I, I do get emails regularly regularly from Danielle Laporte um, she has great things that support um, but other than that, um, I really wouldn't have anything to recommend. I do highly recommend that people visit workoutaroundmyday.com. Um, you know, I really have a different approach to a lot of things, although I align myself a lot with, um, with some things that I've been introduced to recently. I just recently found Daniel Laporte myself, actually, like two months ago. <laughs> so... That's awesome. I also love um, Daniel Laporte. I get her emails and those are probably one of the only newsletters that I really open on a regular basis. So I definitely <laughs> agree with you on that. Um, Cordelia, thank you so much for sharing your resources and strategies and tips with us today. Our listeners are really, truly going to benefit from all of your strategies that you've shared with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you again, and thank you so much to all of our listeners. We hope that today's episode has really made a difference in maybe your awareness of your own body and of how it will affect your journey as an entrepreneur. And again, check out Cordelia's Facebook group, The Stress-Free Sisterhood, because it is so eye-opening and so supporting. And if it's your first time joining us here, um, please definitely subscribe to our podcast so you can get updates each week when we produce a new episode and if you'd like to rate us or review us we would love that uh, the only way that we can reach more people and change more of the world is through our grassroots of you guys sharing us so thank you again and we'll see you next week Bye -bye. episode 16 is sponsored by we are crafts we are crafts is a mother-daughter team who both love to sew and they specialize in handmade sewn products. They create unique hanging towel sets, hot pads, pillow dresses, crayon wallets, and so much more. Thank you so much for sponsoring us.